Breaking It Down with Frank McKay. The most intriguing talk in talk radio. I'd like to welcome everyone to Ransom Notes. Frank McKay here. So much more importantly, the author of Ransom Notes, Kathy Ransom, and the subject of a documentary, the, uh, well, listen, the author of, of essays called Ransom Notes. She has branded and rebranded this name and, uh, and terrific. And her weekly uh, podcast slash radio show is called Ransom Notes and the monthly visual is called Ransom Notes. How about that for owning a name? It's absolutely great. Her book is great. Frank McKay here. Much more importantly, Kathy, how are you? I'm fine. It's a little warm here in Illinois today, but I'm inside, so that's not too bad at all. Did you know, Frank, that today is Senior Citizen Day? Do you count as a senior citizen, or is it just I? No, I'm I'm 56. I don't think I'm I'm qualified, although I, I think I, I can join AARP, which I, I would assume would make me a city, senior citizen, but they say, no, I'm not. Well, it's it's sort of interesting. I tried to do a little research when I saw it, and there isn't much about it, but they did say the reason it's, it's really a national holiday, or not a holiday, but a special recognition yeah. day, and that it really applies apparently in lots of parts of the world, and they're trying to celebrate uh, and, and show appreciation for the fact that lots of seniors really do do great things. They they serve, they help, they have lots of accomplishments in their lifetime. They've been helpful, you know, done some research, or some of us perhaps have gotten stuck in holes and not done a lot. Who knows? But I think it is a good day. And just as you said, I think earlier, as we were talking off the phone, you go to see your uncle uh, because you want to celebrate his age and the fact that he is older and that you want to celebrate that so today would have been a good day to say hey uncle today is senior citizen day yeah I, it's yeah if i knew that uh, i was i saw him in the morning that would have been absolutely uh, a, a nice thing to do and i was surrounded by senior citizens there uh you learn a lot from senior citizens and uh and uh, you know people don't don't appreciate them the way uh, the way you ought to, and we're all going to get there one day, God willing. It seems to me that some of us, as we do get older, though, and I've noticed it, that we seem to forget things more quickly. Uh, we had been over in West Lafayette for a couple of days, and we're ready to come home on Saturday. We're all in the car, and I suddenly realized, oh, I don't think I have my phone. And so I dashed back into the house thinking I probably left it in the bedroom or maybe in the bathroom. I looked, no, it wasn't there. So I came back in the car and got my overnight bag out and looked and took everything out. No, it wasn't there. So went back in the house beginning to think, now, where did that phone go? And um, I had set some things down on the chair. I picked up everything, but the chair cover was very dark. My phone is black. There it was right there in front of me. So we went off and I had my phone. The next day I'm at church. I go to church and I worship. And I go to teach a class and come home. And later in the evening, I'm working in my office and I reach to get my Bible. No Bible. I'm thinking, where in the world is that? I know I had it this morning. And I went back down to the car. Nope, wasn't in the car. So this morning, Monday morning, as I'm talking, 
I went back to church and sure enough, there it was right where I had been using it in 3D and living color. So there's some upsides to being old and we celebrate us, but Frank, sometimes there's some downsides. Mm. We forget. Yeah. It's, and see, that's probably why that's probably why you're not considered a senior because you're not forgetting at all. Have you been keeping up at all with what's happening in Maui? Uh, it's it's so heartbreaking. It's it's a hard watch. Um, it's I, it's it's almost too much for me to uh, to uh, to tune into it. It's unbelievable. I I, I know that that's true, and uh, and yet there certainly are lots of. Uh, some good things that are happening as we go that but i can't imagine gusts of wind 67 miles an hour i think they said i can't imagine dashing in out of my home not even being able to get into my car the only way i think i may save myself is to run into the ocean you hear of people who have helped each other and families stay as many as four to six hours in the ocean just to stay away from the flames the, the impression that that's going to have on their brain over time mm. because it included some children as well as adults and i just it's hard and then i think of the how everybody has pitched in and the sniffing dogs are coming out trying to locate because i think they're still like the latest news i heard somewhere around 800 people that are unaccounted for that certainly doesn't mean that all of them are uh, not living but uh, just even to, to find them. But, you know, you, sometimes you, you sort of hunt for something good. And I read a, a headline, and it was called, it was stated, the boats are coming, and they keep coming. And I thought, wow. And it talked about the fact that there is a whole brigade of cruisers, small motorboats, uh, wave runners, uh, catamarans, I think you call it, and uh, that kind of those kind a variety of boats. But what they all had in common is that they were coming from the mainland, loaded with as much as generators and propane tanks, as well as, of course, cl clothing and and ready to eat meals and food and you know those real daily daily essentials. And when one of those boats would come up, as I understand it, it would co come to the shore. There'd be a group of people waiting there. The first person would wade out into the ocean, sometimes as high as their waist, water up to their waist, because they wanted to get in quickly and needed to, to do that. And then they would have a brigade, and they would pass the generators or the water or, you know, packages and packages of water and food. But they all pitched in, and they all helped. And as soon as the boat was unloaded, off that boat would dash back to bring back to another load and just it the, the thought of that many people helping each other many of them had lots of losses themselves it uh, it, it sort of makes people like me tear up just a little bit because i can cry pretty easily yeah, but then too. i got to thinking you know helping other people we've been doing that for a long time and I, I started making a little list of people in the Bible that helped each other. Of course, I couldn't make a whole list, but one popped into my head is particularly appropriate for right now. Do you remember that one time a Pharaoh sort of wanted to kill off a bunch of boys? Yep. And one mother got sort of worried about that maybe her son might be included in that 
killing of the kids. Yeah. And her name and his name was started with M. Yeah, Moses. And it, yeah, yeah. So what did what did she do? But she made a little what? A basket out of reeds. Which was like a little boat. Yeah. And what unexpected thing happened when they put it in the water? Citizens, the Pharaoh's daughter, came out, found that boat, and rescued it. No, it's not quite like what's happening in Maui, but it did sort of remind me of, yeah. of a water rescue and caring for somebody else. So then I sort of started making it. And does any Bible situation pop into your head where somebody helps somebody else that's in need? Well, the first one always is the Good Samaritan uh, that uh, that pops into my mind, and uh, that's become so cliche, but uh, really a beautiful story, and uh, and uh, that's just an amazing one. And that was my number two right after Moses, so you, you were right on. And then I think about Jesus and... Uh, one day he was walking by a, a, a pool, and there was a blind man, and the blind man asked for help. And uh, Jesus readily gave it to him, and, and they had a chat, and ultimately he provided him with sight. And I can't imagine how gracious he must have, the, man, the blind man must have felt when he suddenly could see. I, I had a friend who's been having great trouble with her eyes, and uh Sunday, 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 she had sight back. She had been seeing double vision, was seeing, always kept one eye closed because she was trying to be able to see and focus. It was almost like a miracle. Yeah. So sight is so important. And then I think of uh, the Queen Esther, and years ago, the, the, the king was trying to kill off many of her people, and she came and pled before him to save those people and it, you know it was an or in the sense an ordinary person saved a whole group and jonathan and david great friends but jonathan's father wasn't exactly excited about david and several times jonathan had a chance to reach out and help his friend david to be be saved and of course then david ultimately became the kings it's a good thing that jonathan was around to help and then, of course, I think of sort of as we sort of think about this, I think of a scripture in in Acts 20 and the 35th verse. If somebody wants to look it up at some time, it's a principle that the Lord said, it's more blessed to give than to receive. Isn't that a good one? That's a great one. And I think sometimes we forget about giving. You know, we get so in this society but really it is very good to give. And I know all those people in Maui who are going to their closets to find clothes and the, going to the store and taking food off the shelf and probably spending their own money to send food packages across the water to people who need it. You know, it's, when the day is over and the sun sets, they're going to say, oh, wow, I'm glad I helped somebody else. And we know, of course, the people who are receiving the gift are going to be gracious for that, uh, even in their sorrow and in their mourning. And um, it's just, it just sort of. And then I, I found one other scripture that sort of makes me think about this, and it's over in uh, Galatians, 
and I suppose I'm not going to be able to find Galatians here quickly because yeah. um, I just lost it. Galatians, Ephesians. Do you ever lose things when you're looking in the Bible? First century? Often. Yeah, often. Yeah, I know. I just flipped the pages in the wrong direction. But Galatians 6.2, I just sort of like to close with one, ever, one other verse because it, it, in a sense, we've been talking about transporting food and clothing and things like that. We've talked about healing and blindness that Jesus did, or Moses was saved because the Pharaoh's daughter went out and captured his little boat. And then Paul says in Galatians, carry each other's burden, and in this way, you will fulfill the law of Christ. He wants us to help others. So, Frank, my final words to our friends today is help somebody today. Well, no question about it. God bless uh, the people of Maui, the ones helping and the ones in need of help. And God bless uh, all of you. Our prayers are with you. Uh, Kathy, do you have a, a final word? Oh, of course. You know, I sort of do. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this this is sort of a story I found in a little book that's called uh, It's Devotions for Seniors. So I thought it was sort of appropriate. The first time uh, you think about this, the first time you open the refrigerator when you meant to open the cupboard, you laugh and you tell a friend. But when you realize you stored the ice cream in the oven, you're not laughing <laughs> and not telling. In fact, you pray no one else will leave a notice. <laughs> so that's so you can watch for that, yeah. Frank. And the next time that you then you'll know when you're a senior when you when you put the ice cream in the oven. I've done things like that and. And to everyone, God bless you, and happy Senior Citizens Day. Uh, and again, uh, please thank uh, thank uh, all of you, and, and Kathy and I, on behalf of Kathy, we thank you all for listening each and every week. We'll see you all next time on Ransom Notes. You've been listening to Breaking It Down with Frank McKay. The most intriguing talk in talk radio. Talk radio.